I'm always You're in, in control. control now. All right. I've taken the reins. The the gear is pointed towards me. Um, you only <coughs> sounding get, all right. You only get control for one show. That's just that's in my contract. <laughs> uh, imagine if we had a contract. Imagine that. Yeah, I think we would have broken it a few times. You reckon? Yeah. How would I breach the contract? Just changing things and doing things on the fly, mate. Like the fact that we were going to meet tonight at <laughs> 3 o'clock and I got I, here at I 11? Said, I said to you, I'm not playing golf today, so come early if you're right. I thought you were going to say, oh, I'll be there at 2. You go, I'm in the car. I'll see you. <laughs> I'm thinking, holy, holy hell. Well, so my, here's my thing. Yeah. Today, I had, I've, I've got a video I've got to make for someone and I had the whole day to do that. And then at 2 yeah. o'clock, I was like, pack the roadcaster, go to Stevens. Yeah. And then I thought, so I'm, I've filmed some overlay and stuff, but I'm still like midway through like a script. And I thought, I've got to get them to read this. So I'll send that to them. It might take an hour. It might take 20 minutes, but also yeah. it might take two or three hours. So yeah. this way, knock the day out. Yeah. I'll be back at the office. Script will be done. Do it later, yeah, yeah. I'll smash it out. Sweet. And happy days. Sweet. And you've, you've smashed a bit of work between shows. And yep. we'll be done by three. You'll be working again the Savo. Yep. I've Mate, got a I couple of deadlines. perfectly. Yeah, it's good. Why'd you brush golf? Uh, oh, mate, I just I just couldn't. I got that much work. I got a couple of deadlines. I'm doing some freelance stuff for Office Works, and I've just if everything's due tomorrow. And so you got a big I, night ahead, basically, of Lego and writing. Yeah, I'll be I'll be getting into the Lego. That's sort of my reward at the end of the night, doing a bit of Lego, listening to my vinyl records in here. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just couldn't think. I reckon if I had to play golf, I'd be just thinking about everything that I've got to do when yeah. I finish. I so thought, you find that when you're in that switch off mode, which yeah, is golf, yep. you you're only thinking about stuff that well, some, you should be doing. Normally, I'm thinking about nothing because I've got everything done that needed mm. to be done, and mm. then I'm good. But there's all this stuff that's running that I have to that I have to sort out, and yeah, just, I would have been. Golf's hard enough as it is. When you even when you've got a clear mind, when you're thinking about other stuff, it would have been. I don't think I would have enjoyed it. So I just I, I text my mates and said, "Listen, play without me. I've got to. I've got other work to finish. I'm out. I'll play twice next week. I'll try to play twice next week right. to make up for it. Yeah. Okay. Because if I see it in my diary, I know I walk. I work around it. Well, I'll make this commitment yeah. to you. I want to play golf twice between now and Samsung. It's like five, six okay, weeks. That's yeah. Okay. Let's that's, do it. Yeah, I know. We could play just, three times if you want. Yeah, we could. Oh, we could play that, every week. Oh, you got that golf day you oh, bought, eh? Well, you know what we should... You know, uh, I want to save... I've got two... We've got two golf days available yeah. to us. One's at Pennant Hills, one's at another place, Morale Mar or something like that. Anyway, um, I want to save the Pennant Hills so we can bring Gary and Brad... Yeah. And we'll pick okay. a date where yeah. we can all do. I think okay. they'll need to be after unpacked. Sure. But, um, yeah. but maybe it's for four at the other joint. But anyway, I'm just saying that... I want to get back into it. Yeah. Um, it's good. I've, my, this week is a nightmare because I'm recovering from travel. Yeah. But I've got this good vision that the next five weeks is going to be right. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get it yeah. done. I'm going to get my schedule together. So, yeah. yeah. We, and we, we, we have we, the best of intentions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but things come up. But it's like next week because we've got – we were thinking about origin and, and recording. Yeah. I've got something on the Tuesday night. Plus, I've gone out on the Thursday night, so it has to happen on the Wednesday. Like, it's going to be squeezed in. Yeah, and good on you. Like, I look at. I'm going to be breaking the speed limit to get home to watch Origin in time. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me? Yeah, to? good. Because well, the thing we've got is up in, uh, at Optus, so it's closer yeah, yeah. to me than you. Yeah, we'll make it work, mate. Technically, it's halfway. I reckon, mate. Nah. Optus is closer. heaps closer yeah, to me than you. Than you. Right. Heaps closer. All right, I'll take your word for it. That's like a 15, 20 minute drive for me, max. Okay. No more. All right. All right. We could just record here and I'll watch it with you again. I mean, we'll, we'll, make, we'll find a way I to thought, make it work. Aren't you gonna, aren't you gonna, aren't we recording at your place? Uh, well, yeah. you watch, are you going to watch it or not? Are you able to watch it? Or you got the, something the on The Origin? Night? Yeah. Oh, I can watch Origin, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you want to watch it here? I don't know. It's up to you, mate. Whatever. I might watch it you with Harry and Jacko and, you know, smash yeah. them because Queensland will win the series. <laughs> yeah, well. well. I mean, we'll see. Will they? What's, we'll the, what's see. the team selections look well, like? Well, mate. Damien Cook's in the hooker and Latrell's fit. Cam Murray hopefully will be fit. They're the South boys. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Mate, I think what he's done, he's really um, just sacking Nico Hines. He he would have been next next person. Like, clearly got injured, the halfback. Yeah. Nico Hines is a halfback. And he brushed him. He said he's out. He, he had 10 minutes that was of a good decision. Terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they, they got put on way too late. Pick and stick, mate. Like, have a go. 
Oh, that, that, Dalian Player of the Year. He was Dalian Player of the Year last year. And and apart from the, and like, he got he had, overlooked. He had an average Mitchell game. Moses, yeah. yeah, he had an average game the other day. Which, but but rest he of the season he was put on with ten great. minutes. Mate, he deserved a chance. It just seems like pretty cold that they just let him go. All that. Yeah, Mitchell Real. Moses had one good game recently, and he gets the gets the jump. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah you know. See, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because Fitler was criticised for not picking players on form. Yeah. And now that he's at, now he's doing that, he's picking players on form. Like <laughs> Nico Hines didn't have a good game last week, so he's out. Mm. So he, he just can't find his own, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Nico Hines is the halfback for the Sharks. Yeah, he's halfback. Wow. Yeah. And he got brushed. He got, he got sacked. Outrageous. Ten minutes of origin. See you later. That's, uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Anyway, we're not here to talk football at all. It's not even in the title of this show. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Episode 589. We're 11 weeks away from the big day. Uh, thanks to the good people at Arlo and Netgear. We'll tell you about your home Wi-Fi and how Netgear can help and your home security and how Arlo can help you very, very soon. Stephen, you uh, you left Dub Dub Jet at home. I went to London. That was a really stupid thing to do. Um, it was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but here's what I learned about London. Um, it's not cold. It's lovely. Um, well, it's summer there, isn't it? It's summer there. Yeah. Um, absolutely bucketed down after we left. So I'm Did glad really? we, we picked, the, picked the dates perfectly. Um, but London is very electric. Like yeah. we, you know, electric buses, electric taxis, electric cars, electric bikes, scooters. It's Far more than we are. Far, far more than we so, are. So including cars, I'm assuming. So you use a lot more Teslas and other EVs on the uh, road? A lot more other EVs. Tesla's not as prevalent. Really? I mean, really? there's Teslas everywhere, but not, not well, like no, here, there's right? There's no right-hand right Model S's there, are there? No, Model S plaids. Stupid Ys and, and threes anyway. But <laughs> So I went with Uber, right? So Uber took me to London to – they had a oh, – I'm going to say conference, but anyway, it was a, an event called Go Get – Green, um, I think it was. Anyway, so a day a day long thing where they were, you know, the CEO spoke, um, you know, the head of product spoke, all those kind of things. It was a fireside chat with Edward Norton. Edward Norton, the actor. Yes. Um, Edward Norton, the climate actor. Change. Yes. Really? Yes. You spoke to Edward Norton. There was a fireside chat, which means he was on stage with some other dude talking. That's and so you recognised him. I recognised. I didn't go to the fireside chat because I didn't want to sit and listen to someone talk about climate change for half an hour. Was it Edward Norton? So what is he just like? A, is he like better an, things to do? He's an environmentalist or something. Is he, is he, yes. Well, I thought the one I got Leo DiCaprio or something. No, like. he's a he's a wild environmentalist. Yep. Really. Um, but I did see him in a room. There was a glass window looking down the room. Right. I saw him being interviewed there. I, I would have asked him. him a thousand questions. Not, about, you know what? not yeah. about Uber. Stig and I were walking, so we were leaving. So we did what we needed to do, got what we needed to get, and then we had yeah. to go and do some tests. Can and you stuff. recall the movie he was in that we've covered on our movie podcast? Yep, it's totally coming to mind, and. It's escaping you now. You don't talk about it. Um, what is it? You don't talk about it. Okay, just tell me what the Fight movie is. Fight Club. Fight Club, that's it. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're coming down the stairs leaving the event and he walks up past us. Oh. And I would have said Stig, the first rule of Fight Club Stig, is you don't talk about Fight Club. Stig goes, Stephen would not oh, have let that man. pass. I would have gone, mate, a selfie. I would have had a shot with him. Yeah, he would have hated that. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so they were announcing a few initiatives. You know, they're going zero emissions on the fleet by 2040, yada, yada, yada. But yep. for Australia, they announced the availability of Uber Green. Right. Now, when they pitched this to me, and you, you and I get the same thing. Someone says, do you want to come to this event? And you're like, what are you expecting me to do there? Yeah. What are you launching? And they go, we're launching Uber Green. And I go, look, I love the idea of being, people being able to choose a greener option, but yep. I'm not going to pay more to go green. And they go, no, no. Same price as UberX. Yep. So Uber Green in Australia, to be clear, and I'll talk about why it's different, allows you to choose an Uber Green car, which is a hybrid or electric car, but it's the same price as UberX. Right. Now, I've caught like four Ubers in the last three days, and every time I've cho chosen Uber Green, and it's been a, a Corolla hybrid, a Camry hybrid, Camry hybrid, and then I think it was a RAV4 or something. Yep. Um, and I would, I would put all those cars in the Uber Comfort category. So actually you're getting a better deal, I reckon, by choosing mm. Uber Green. Yep. So this the idea is like not a bad concept. You're you're someone like me. I think we're both the same. We don't hate the environment. We're just not out there spruiking, you yeah. know, what we do. Yep. Happy to do my bit where I can. Absolutely. Happy to recycle this, do that, yep. go electric, whatever. Yep. So when I'm choosing an Uber, yeah, I'll choose Uber Green, sure. especially given 
Yep. It's not at a cost to me. My wife chooses Uber Green all the time. Oh, that's, really? That's me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my Tesla. So I'm, I'm her Uber. Here's what's fascinating. In London, Uber Green is fully electric. So you oh. choose Uber Green, you're getting an electric car. Right. But in Australia, the fleet's not big enough. So there's 1,200 fully electric cars in the yep. Uber fleet. Yep. And remember, Uber fleet, they don't own cars. It's drivers that choose to own different cars. Yep. But it's fascinating. They give the, There's a range of incentives. I was talking to this driver in London who we were interviewing for some B-roll and stuff. And he, I was like, but what's the incentive for you to go Uber Green? He goes, oh, 50% commission. So they pay less oh. commission to Uber. Um, 50% commission, you mean 50% less commission? Less commission, yeah. Right. They they get charging discounts. There's a range of reasons why Uber yeah. makes it better to be an electric driver as an Uber driver, which I thought was yeah. fascinating. When Uber says they're investing $26 million into going green, it's actually they're, they're, they're foregoing $26 million in revenue from Uber drivers by going green. Um, so I think, man, I think that's all good. But here's what's really amazing and... A little bit less so in Australia, but way more exciting. You think about the idea of an Uber, and I don't know if you realise this, but Uber drivers, twice a day, they have the option to go, I want to go here, so I want to go home, essentially. Yeah. Um, so that they will only get jobs that take them in the direction of home. Right. So what the, they had this whole speech from a dude about their product, about how they want to take away the anxiety for around drivers going, going electric. And so they built into the Uber app, you know, integration with the car so it knows your charge state, uh, knows how many kilometres you can drive so yes. that it won't set a drive for you to go 100 kilometres if you've only got 50 yeah, k's range. Right. It'll set, it'll get your next drive will be 30 kilometres towards your charger. Yeah, right. So it's actually intelligent enough to help you route your day as yep. a driver. I'm going to drive four hours today and it'll optimise the time that you should charge. Okay. It knows how much you drive in a day. It knows how often you drive. It knows how many kilometres you drive. Yep. So it actually uses the smarts of what it does to help you as an Uber driver choose to be green and go electric. So it takes away all those anxieties, which I think is really interesting. I can remember uh, catching some Ubers in the US and uh, just chatting away with a guy how he was sort of saying, I think we were in Vegas, I was in Vegas and we were there for CS. Yep. And the guy was saying, he goes, yeah, I said, how, how, do you need to charge up during the day? He goes, oh, normally if I do a full charge in the morning, it'll last me the whole day. Yeah. He's in Vegas, he's not doing too many long no. trips in Vegas. But he was saying though that it, um, they get more. He was right. They already were getting more. That's right. They, get, they, get, they essentially yeah. get, they get more because they have to pay Uber less yeah. per trip. That's yes. Uber's, that's Uber's way of going green. But interestingly, to show how far behind Australia is, this uh, this driver, I said to him, uh, yeah, they're announcing Australia's going uh, green, you know, zero emissions by 2040. And he laughed. He goes, 2040? He goes, we're 2025 or something like that. Like they're, Really? They're like 10, 15 so years ahead of us. If you catch an Uber in London in 2025, every car's got to be EV. Don't quite me on that number, but they're, they're far more aggressive than we are. Wow, that's two yeah. years away. Exactly why I'm As saying don't quote me on that. So number, their level yeah. of electrification is way higher than us. Way higher. But what, what, what's There's 63,000 electric vehicles on the Uber fleet globally. Now, I don't know how globally. many cars. I don't right. know how many cars there are globally, but it's it's still probably a small percentage. But right. you know, it's interesting because the the things that drivers have anxieties about, like how far can I go? Will I need enough charge, etc are the things that Uber's facing with their drivers on a heightened level, you know, because yeah. these are people that drive constantly. Yep. And so Uber's basically saying they're learning how to combat those anxieties and that will go into learnings for individuals as well. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's true. I was okay. talking to um, the guys from um, iTransport, you know, the Brad and the guys that deliver yep. the TVs yep. for us. Yep. Um, and they're driving a van and I said, you, we're talking about cars, and I said, have you thought about going to the Ford electric van? And he goes, actually, yes. And I said, let me ask this. How many Ks do you drive in a day? And he goes, yeah. maybe 200, 250. I oh, said, wow. 500 Ks range on the on the yeah. Ford electric van. Like yeah, you right. wouldn't need – see, you think that it's going to be a drama. Nah. But actually – Range is getting better. Yeah, but also – And charges are getting faster. Range is getting better, but actually people don't realise how much they drive every day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, What's the average? Like 40, 35, The average is like Ks. 33 kilometres a day. Yeah, a day, yeah. So even someone who's on the road a lot – yeah, I don't know that you'd be driving 500 k's in a day. Well, you've, re, you've already done that today. Coming here, yeah. the only big difference with that is the more you drive, the faster you need charging at home. Yeah. So you know, uh, 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 an outlet charge, yeah. uh, you know, plugging into PowerPoint yeah. is a is a 15 to 20 hour job for a lot of cars. Yeah. A, you know, an 11 kilowatt might be seven or eight hours. There's a seven. A 22 11. kilowatt might be 
you know, you need, you need triple phase. That's what I've got. I just my, yeah. my war box actually came today, and I've got to get a new charger because I'm I'm getting a new uh, a Merc, yeah, Mercedes. Yeah, because you've got EV. a generation one Tesla. Charger, yeah, so yeah. I've got the Tesla charger. Well, I only charge a Tesla. Yeah. So um, that can't be upgraded to Gen three. Well, it can, but why? Why do it? I'm just going to get a generic one, which is what I've got. I've got yeah, a war box. If that can be upgraded, why wouldn't you? Well, I've got to still buy it though, don't I? No, I'm saying you can't physically. Like, isn't there a circuit board or something that can just no. be upgraded to Gen three? Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I just bought a new one. <laughs> bought the you didn't wall check. Box. You didn't no. seek to find out. No, I just, I've bought a new one, and they're going to just put it up. I've got a quote from. Um, can't remember the name of the company, but a quote to install it. And I said, look, all the wiring's already done. There, there might be something you might need to put in the my box for the solar optimization, but everything's mm. already connected. So it's just replacing the box. So it's like $650 installation. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But it's, yeah, I've got the, because I've got the triple phase, I three can phase. go 22, three phase, I can do 22 kilowatt. kilowatt yeah. yeah, which is what you want. Which is like, that's what i got now. With Most the people would have three phase at home. Even if you've only got yeah. a single phase, you do 11 kilowatts, seven I, I kilowatt, could char- totally If my fine. car was zero or 1%, I could charge it at 90% in about four hours. Yeah. Which is because I've got the, the three phase. Yeah. But same with the wall box. But it's got the solar and battery optimization, so it'll tell me, now would be a good time to charge because it might be during the day. A lot of lot of power coming through the will panels. Will that work with your Sonnen situation? Yeah, it will. Yeah, they called me today. As a matter of fact, the Sonnen have a drive program, and I I thought I misread it. I thought it was a way for me to subscribe to use electricity to charge my car, uh, but it's actually a car subscription. You got to rent a car uh, that fits in then with the with your system. And I think I've already got a car. I don't yeah, need to right. rent another one. So they said, look, sorry, can't help you, but no. But I said, look, I've got. I explained that I've got the wall box. And they said, yeah, that, that'll integrate with our system. It's, you'll just see the information. And the wall box has got an app that says, okay, well, if you want to charge, now would be a good time to – so it's free. Yeah. You can you – can, because you're using the sun. Basically, just charge during the day, mate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. that's the bottom line. Yeah, know? but by, by doing that, though, I'm using the power that's coming in throughout the day and less is going into the battery. So at night, yeah. I, might have to, I might have to pull in power from yeah. other Sonnen users. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the balancing they do for you. Yeah, but yeah. So, I've been doing it. I've been just charging during the during the day anyway, throughout, and I've only ever gone over my limit like three or four times yeah, in five yeah. years. So it's not too bad. Anyway, so I like the. Here's my thing. the The summary on the Uber thing is, I like the fact that you can do something. You can essentially do good without yeah. having to, you know, pay more. Yeah, which I think is the, essentially the best way so to go you, green. You'd think people would naturally just go right. I'll do it. Well, yeah, but what's but interesting it, is yeah. it, you know it's 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 a you've got to scroll down to get it. Now the the Uber app's also been updated. I've noticed that it now remembers your preference for ah. X comfort black yeah, whatever. Of course, yeah. And so if I choose a destination now, it'll probably put Uber Green at the top for me. Um, yeah, so it it automatically suggests oh, right. Uber Green. But look at that twenty seven. Oh, this is to Marrickville twenty seven eighty versus thirty six thirty four for a comfort. Like that's yeah, so the that's green is how much? How much is the green? Twenty seven bucks. And how much is the normal one? Twenty seven is Uber X, but yeah. Uber Comfort is thirty six. I would always choose Uber Comfort. Was what, what? What's what's a better car than Uber X? Like it's, yeah, right. Uber X is like getting in a smelly cab. Smaller cars. <laughs> yeah, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I caught a, I caught three Ubers yesterday. Was zipping around the place. Zipping around, zip, yeah. zip, zippity I think zip. One of them was a Lexus. Lexus um, hire car. It had yeah. HC plates. You're choosing on. Uber Black. Look at you. <laughs> I'm not actually. It was Uber X. Yeah, yeah. We, we both went to an event yesterday and um, they sent me a text beforehand going, Hi, oh, just looking forward to seeing you this afternoon. Here's an Uber code uh, for two trips up to $100. And I went, Listen, up to $100 is not going to get me there, let yeah. alone there and back. <laughs> Uber for me to the city is like 130 bucks. Worked out for me. I said, yep, thank you very much. Leave the Tesla in the driveway. Yeah. Which is still for sale, by the way, people. So check up (laughs) carsales.com.au. I've got a a guy coming on the weekend to have a look at it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I've had a few people look at it while we're on the subject of electric cars. Mm. I've had a few people um, come to see it and loved it, and they they but they've just got bought other cars. <laughs> I had three people. From, do you not follow from up with Brisbane. them and ask them? Yeah, what? I do. Yeah, I did, and they go, no, "Well, just I'm, I'm going to probably buy a Model Three or something." I'm thinking, right. "Okay, that's your choice." There were three of them were from Brisbane. Right. Yeah, and they, one of them said, "Oh, mate, I want to fly down and see it." One of them's Rigby's mate. Well, Rob Rigby's uh, female friend of his is right. contacted me. Shout out yeah. to Margaret. I'm sure she's just a platonic <laughs> friend. Anyway. Well, a family friend. Oh, okay. Family right, right. friend. Okay. But um, yeah, so I've got that to, to – um, I've also put the put it on Gumtree. 
Yeah. And uh, there haven't been scams. Relax. Although this could be a scam. Yeah. I, I might actually save this story for the for the private. I'll, I'll save what. Okay. Stand what by someone, for Friday, yeah, folks. The Friday gum private. Tree. The gum tree story. I'll All save right. for, for for Friday. Make for a private. mental note. But um. Oh, everyone said, oh, wow, yes, your car's in such good condition. I said, I wasn't lying. Of course it's in good condition. Hmm. It's a low case. It's only got like 45,000 kilometres on it yeah. for a five-year-old car. It's pretty good. No, this is not an ad for your Sire car. Sales pitch for the Tesla. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's all good. All right. Well, good luck We're getting that. there. We're My getting car's there. currently off the coast of Africa. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I should I should have mine by – I should have. I should be in it by the end of the month. I was frustrated. I went to pick up a, a press car yesterday and the Coopers are there. And there's like four of them just sitting there collecting dust, and I'm thinking, really? I nearly can rang I and them? said, "Listen, can you can, can you sell me one of them? <laughs> oh God, yeah. that's my spec." I looked at one up the so back there. I'm like, "That's yours? my spec. What, what's your spec? It's the blue because you pay extra for the blue. All the other yeah. colours are uh, um, yeah. free, and then it's um, upgraded interior. So it's got uh, Beats audio, yeah. uh, better comfort seats. Um, How big's the screen in it? CarPlay, twelve. Yeah, mate, of course. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, very good. So we're both anyway. getting new EVs by the end yeah. of the month. Yeah. In the month, within a month. It, well, I'll have uh, mine, mine before Mine will probably be after unpacked. Mine will uh, probably be early uh, August. August, August uh, right, early August. Because okay. mine's in the country. Mine's here. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Mine's on EQE, a slow boat from Spain. EQE 350-formatic. Thank you very much. Slow boat from Spain. <laughs> I'm paying for satellite tracking of the boat. I saw That's your tweet, you idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> So bad. You're it's, paying for that. Yeah, because no, normally you get tracking like updates every day or three. Oh when it, and I'm God. like, no, I'm going to know where it is this minute. So it's off the coast of Africa. Yeah. It's sailing down to, to you know, um, South Africa to drop off a bunch of cars there and then it'll come across oh, to Port Campbell. Oh, because it's made in Spain, eh? Hey? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it. It's Cooper, isn't it? Cooper, Cooper, yeah. I remember seeing the, the dealerships in Spain or yeah. around Barcelona. Mate, next next March we're going we're going to have dinner <laughs> in Bourne, which is a, a, a oh. district in Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Because that's how nerdy I am. Anyway, uh, that's enough talk. And uh, you can find out details of Uber Green at uh, EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, it's normally coming up to the part of the year where we we prepare to head to New York for what is the Samsung Unpacked event. They call all their events Unpacked. In in particular, this Unpacked is for their foldables. Mm. And normally it's the early August. Oh, that's yeah. loud. Hello. Normally it's early August that we're heading over to the Big Apple. For you love the, uh, New York. I do. I love New York. A bit disappointed I'm not going there this year, though, because they've changed the venue. It's wild. It's a home game for it's Samsung. A home game. Home game. Seoul. Yeah. So it's going to be in South Korea. Yeah. Well, you've been to Seoul, haven't you? Yeah. We've, 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 we've been, been there together, together a couple of times, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be held in the, at home base. I think it's, did, you say, did they say it's the Unpacked. 20... They said there was an like the number of unpacked it was, but is it uh, the twentieth one? Is it? No, I feel like it was eighteenth or something. Anyway, it's uh, it's going to be the end of July in Korea, and I understand it's something to do with the CEO of Samsung is also on the board of the World Expo in oh. Korea, and What's that so coming up? that's in like twenty thirty or something. Wow! And so they're trying to shine a light on Korea, and I'm like, this guy, <laughs> wow! I mean, because okay. because you think we talked about this. Uh, come on, a month ago, it's got to be more expensive for Samsung to put on unpacked in Korea. Why? Because they've got to fly more Americans. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Probably make up a large percentage of the yeah, audience. Yeah, they're flying people they would not normally fly. Do you know what I mean? Well, internationally, they yeah. fly them. Yeah, true, true. Well, they must have big plans. Well, well what, what the the so so traditionally, well, like I said, we were in New York, and so you're saying that all the local journos are mostly American media. Will have to be flying yeah, over. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, this is the unpacked foldable event. This is the Z event, you would yeah. call it. Uh, new flip, new fold. Now, flip's an interesting category because they're they're under the microscope, right? We've had the, yeah, the Oppo more. flip. There's yeah. the new Razer, and you know, you've got the Oppo had that wider, tall screen on the front. Razer's got a much larger full yeah. screen on the front. We're, I've seen case uh, renders or actual physical cases of the Galaxy Z Flip, allegedly five, um, yeah. and it shows pretty much a full screen, a full, full front, full face, front face yeah. um, screen, which was inevitable. The that was always coming. Kind of has yeah. to happen yeah. if you're going to compete. I mean, that's yeah. that's the only thing you can improve on that, other than making well, it thinner. The hinge. They're, they're apparently they're going to have the teardrops hinge, so it's it's flat, folds flat, doesn't have the little wedge shape right. anymore. Yep. And um, so that, that'll make it a little bit like in line with all the others, the Oppo, yeah. the Motorola, even the Pixel Fold folds flat. 
So well, let's yeah. be clear. From the outside, it looks flat, but it may be that uh, on the inside there's actually a gap, and it's it's still not fully fully flat. Okay, it's not paper airplane flat. How I'd refer to it. You know, when you make a paper airplane, you use your fingernail to to make the fold absolute. You know, pure sharp the, crease. You talking about the pixel? I'm or just talking about any the, any yeah. folding screen. None yeah. of them. I none of them. Are you talking truly, about when it's folded so that the actual outside of it is flat? Or I'm are you saying from the unfolded? outside, yeah. when it's folded shut, yeah. from the outside it looks like it's a um, one-to-one flat fold. Yeah. What I'm saying is if you were to cut it open and peer on the inside, you would find that the screen is actually still uh, a mini wedge still, with a little uh, loop because, okay. mate, how can a piece of glass or plastic yeah, of course. truly touch, yeah, touches each other, be yeah. Be f- be be thin edged. You know what I'm talking yeah. about with a paper uh, airplane. Yeah, when you fold a piece of paper, yeah, yeah, it you do that, yeah, as opposed to just being rounded. Okay, Trevor's folding you up the me? run sheet right now. That's you great. With me? Yeah, I am with you. Yeah, maybe you reckon like they it, use that very demonstration in the lab. Physically can't so we be We need done. to get to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we got to get it. So that's that's flip, and I think that I think they need to. I mean, they'll come out the same price probably, but now you know what the flip is. Your favorite, yeah. My favorite's the fold. I know. And you love I'm, it big. I'm really hoping, and from what I, from what I'm hearing, I'm going to be. It's this is not going to happen. The same. It's going to be basically the same dimensions. Yeah. So the the front screen is the you same. You want it to be fatter, like the pixel. I want it to be wider on the front, so I can use that as a phone. So that if looking at that, you think, well, that's a standalone phone by itself. Mm. Then you open it, and then Bob's your uncle. Won't you got a happen. bigger screen. We would have seen it by now. But from what I'm hearing is they're going to have a fold. It's going to fold flat, so it'll be thinner overall, yeah. so it'll be less bulky. And and the S Pen, S Pen up the <laughs> S Pen will fit inside the chassis as well. Because the how case, I the case it. they had that you stick the S Pen on on the outside, yeah. it's kind of awkward, and right. it, it just adds more. Oh, so that was the case for the fold you it. saw, or the flip the fold. You saw the fold case as well. I'm talking about last year's case that yeah. exists. Oh yeah, for it sits on the back. Yeah, sits on the back. Stupid, it, look, yeah, look, it's even fatter in yeah, your hand. I know. I know. Not a fan. Yeah. Oh, oh mate, honestly, I'm that fl- I'm that close to to being all in. To being all in on the fold. The front screen. I've got to say, it's got to be wider. Wider. Give me a, give me more room. I just think when I sit here looking at my phone, yeah, I just it's still too fat folded. It's just you too much so? weight. Yeah. To, to hold it like a normal phone. So I'm not I'm still not ready to go for the Have you heard fold. any other rumors about the fold? No, and that's my concern for Samsung. Yeah. I mean they can own the folding space, the fold space, because there's really no one else there apart from Google. And they're not even yeah. they, they haven't announced availability outside of the US brought in the UK or somewhere. So Canada, it, so it's already on sale? So we could we have seen it in, in, in last week? Or um, it's not out yet. I guess you could have gone and seen it, yeah. Yeah. What a, I feel like it's that. been in the hands of a few people, that's for sure. Yeah. Um so, you know, I feel like they don't need to push. If they've got that envelope to push, yeah, they don't need to do it this year. Right. Do you know what I mean? They can wait another year. Really? Spend more time innovating. It's fifth more generation time. though. It's fifth. I know, but fifth gen. And do you think the, do you think the generations are pushing forward fast enough and the market's growing fast enough? I'm not sure it is. Well, apparently in Korea, the, the market share of foldable devices in Korea is 13.6% of Jesus. the market is a foldable. Wow. Used foldable. It just so happens to be Samsung's home country. It's definitely not the yeah. case anywhere else it, in the world. It, absolutely. I think what's single digit, isn't it? Adoption in, in, other, in other countries. At yeah. best. Yeah. Bottom line, we know what Samsung needs. Mm. Apple. They need Apple to do a folding phone. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, I, it's, I suppose it's, and we'll talk about it later, it's the same as VR. It's like uh, it's all these other VR companies are dead set doing car, doing cartwheels that yeah. that Apple's in the space. Imagine now. Apple announces a foldable phone. Yeah, it'll shine the light on the market. Yeah, it'll lift the market share. It'll grow people, Samsung's business. People will think that Apple has come up with this first, and like five G. We'll say, hey, excuse me, Samsung's been doing this for seven years. Wireless charging, <laughs> yeah, all those things. Yeah, I don't know. I look end of June, end of July, we'll know for sure. But yep. I, I struggle with it a little. Yep. Sorry for my beard. Cr- crackle. Um, is, that beard? is that your beard? Doing yeah. That? Really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Have a shave, mate. Uh, I did. I trimmed last night. <laughs> it's my only complaint with these Rode microphones is that this the yeah, stalk, touches, yeah. I'm pointing to the stalk on the on our headphones. Touches. If you push it out, it, it kind yeah, of disconnects. You, lo- you lose, yeah, you're you lose connection. You're off mic. You're off mic. Whereas yeah, you, you, you just need this to... You gotta have it right near your mouth. I just want to bend this a little. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's a little inside baseball. Um, yeah. 
uh, end of July in Korea, not in New York. Stephen's sad. That's the summary. I'm sad. Is you said you're not going to New York. Oh, oh no! I I assumed we were going to New York. You love New York. I do. You have I always love lovely places to see in New York. Exactly right. It's I, great I, people I, in New York. Yeah, it's 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 uh, a great vibe. It is. I would have hoped to have gone to see some the Yankees play, to see no, some baseball. Screw the Yankees. I would have gone to see um, maybe some uh, basketball's finished. Would have seen maybe a show, Broadway show. What show would you go and see? Oh, plenty of this. Do you normally go to shows? Yeah, I do. I've seen a few Broadway shows. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I would have, yeah. Mary Poppins I'd go and see. Mary Poppins. I saw that. I've seen that on Broadway, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Don't know if there's any shows to watch in Korea, but anyway. No, I'll be. That's my thing. We don't know where it's going to be yet. Anyway, Anyway, there's a lot to learn before unpacked. Yes, but where physically the event is. I've got broadcast to organise. Like, where are we going to do it from and all that kind of stuff? Of course. It's yeah. It's a big complex. A new new what do you have new to, country. What do you do? Is find a background and then you're good, are you? Yeah, but what's what's the Korean background? Okay. Um Yeah. See what I'm saying? I think there's there's like a so when you say New York, like you go, oh Times Square, yeah, World Trade, yeah. da 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 da. There's all yeah, these things. Maybe. But it's find a nice um cherry blossom or something. Or is that Japanese? I think that's Japanese, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be a solution, mate. We'll find some. I'm sure there'll be a solution. All right. Well, Galaxy Unpacked is a month away. All the details will be, of course, right here on uh, Two Blacks Talking Tech and techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. One of our great sponsors is, of course, Arlo. And if you're in the market for some cameras, so you want to improve your home security, then Arlo, one of the leading companies in this space, we highly recommend them. We use them ourselves. Trevor's got about ninety-eight at his house. Yep, every angle I've got covered. About Twelve at my place, but there are also you talked about uh, cameras for out of outside your house, but they've also got the essential indoor oh, camera. Yeah. Now the difference is apparently Ring has released a new indoor camera recently, but what the Ring indoor camera does not have, which the Arlo essential indoor camera does, is the privacy cover. And I think for a lot of people, yeah. it's a deal breaker on an in- indoor camera. My wife yeah. loves the fact that we've got security but doesn't like having cameras indoors. Yeah. See, the thing about the Arlo Essential Indoor is you can look at it, just a glance at it from the other side of the room, and you know whether it's camera is open or closed. Yeah. And it's there's white. A, there's it's a, a white, white shield. Yeah. There's a white privacy shield which literally covers, yeah. physically covers yep. the camera. So you look over and know it's not, it, it's not recording. No one's looking through it. Yeah, you just got that peace of mind. That's and what it's, it's all about. It's been like that since it's, it's been released like three or four years That's, ago. Eh? Yeah, has been from day dot. Has day the dot. privacy screen, so the Ring indoor actually doesn't have that. So it's just a lens that the, I don't. I don't know you, of any other. You camera can't that has tell. It. Yeah, you can't tell at a glance whether that other camera is is recording you. Whereas with the Arlo Essential, that white shield makes it impossible for you to be yep. filmed. And still a crazy yeah. great price of one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Yeah, like it's so and, and affordable. The, being indoors too, it's you can have it plugged in all the time, so there's no need to worry about a battery. Yep. So you can have it located. Uh, you might want to keep an eye on the kids or the pets or something if you're out. Then it's a, a great solution. How much? One hundred and fifty nine bucks. Yeah. How can you go wrong? Like seriously. Yeah. Put one, one in the entryway today. Put one in the lounge room. Do it. Protection, security. Yeah. And, and you can uh, make it part of your system too, by the way. So if yeah. you've got outdoor cameras, you can monitor this just as you would the outdoor camera exact as well. Same way. In the, through the great Arlo And the privacy well. shield gum opens up when, when the camera is armed. So yep. let's say after 11 p.m. at night at our place, yep. it's armed until 6 a.m. And then at 6 a.m., white shield comes goes. on. Yeah. You know that you're covered. Check so out. it's on during the night, the, the indoor, because it's near your front door. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, right. it's in okay. the entryway. There you go. Of course. I go. want to know who's walking through the front door. Oh. You, do you, so you have a camera? Camera? Do you have an alarm system? No. Uh-huh. I've Don't got Arlo. What do I need an alarm yeah, but system I've got for? An alarm system. Yeah, too. but you're old. What do you mean I'm old? Alarm I'm systems secure. are old, mate. These days, what? Arlo's all you need. Okay. You think so? Uh, I've yeah. got both. I thought. I thought. You know, well, you can never have too much security. Is my. Is well, my I think. think you've got too much security. <laughs> I'm saying it. I put it out there. Yeah. All the details at Arlo.com. Check out the Arlo Essential Indoor at major retailers today. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.
Now, a bit of news out of BYD, the uh, the Chinese car company brand that's uh, brought into Australia by a company called EV Direct. A couple of announcements this week. The first one is the Dolphin, which is their smaller electric car. The Dolphin, to go with the footy team. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, so in a, in China, they're the Dolphin, the Seal, the, the Yuan. There's all these different oh. names for the cars, right? Right. But they renamed the the SUV, small SUV, the Addo 3, for Australia and New Zealand, right? Okay. So that was the kind of... Anglified name, if you like, okay. they came up with. Yep. So we assumed that this smaller car, you can see this smaller car already at their Surrey Hills showroom in Sydney, but the one they've had here for a year is is the Chinese version. It needed to be upgraded and updated a bit to meet Australian New Zealand um, reg- regulations. Right. So it's actually slightly different front end and rear end just for um, crash protection and stuff. Yep. So basically they've announced that next week they're going to announce the availability of the Dolphin. My understanding is there's already 750 of the things in the country ready to go. Wow. So they're ready. As soon as they hit go, there'll be deliveries almost instantly. <laughs> yep. But I, but this is the car that I think is going to disappoint me, to be honest, because really? I understood that this was the car that was going to get us a thirty to $35,000 EV. Ah. Now, I, that number has not been quoted much by Luke Todd at, at EV Direct okay. for a while. And looking at the way it's been priced in other markets, I suspect this is going to come in at like 41, 42. Oh, really? It'll still be still Australia's be cheaper cheapest. Models. It'll still be the cheapest. Still be the cheapest. I think so. So what's the Addo 3 worth then? 48 to 51. So it's about the MG same ZSEV. As the MG. It's pretty right. much the same okay. as the MG right. ZSEV. How does that compare uh, apples to apples or whatever? How They're about that? the same size car. Yep. But the BYD is a way better fully electric vehicle than the MG ZS. Why do you say that? Why? Well, ZS is not an EV platform. It's a petrol platform. It's got a battery in it. I understand. So you get things like transmission tunnel and stuff like Ah. that. Whereas the MG4 is a fully electric um, vehicle. You haven't driven that yet. That's that's coming out soon, eh? Yeah, it's soon. I'll be Um, promised to drive with that. So the BYD Dolphin, small car, much smaller car. I'll be disappointed if it's got a four in front of it. Yeah, we need a thirty thousand. Mate, I'd be happy if it was thirty eight nine ninety. Or thirty nine. I, I prefer it was thirty five. Yeah. Because I I honestly and with the greatest respect to the people that bring the cars in, I think they're just taking advantage now of the fact that there's a growth there's in the market, demand, et cetera. Yeah, no, yeah. Um and that in most most states yeah. there's still great subsidies. So you charge thirty eight, yeah. thirty five is what you're paying kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely, yeah, true, well. true, true. So, but um so how how are BYB, BYD doing in Australia? Second best selling electric car is the right, Addo behind, 3. Behind the Y. Behind the Y, yeah. So Model Y is the best selling car. Your, Ad, your favourite car. Addo 3. Addo yeah. 3 outsold the Tesla Model 3 last month. But that you can't really worry about that because Tesla has real delivery flows. They have like yeah. one month, they have 5,000 yeah, cars yeah. and the next month none. Yeah. Um, basically, BYD is probably the number two electric vehicle in Australia without question. Really? Now. Wow. But here's the other thing they've done. So in Victoria, the crazy government there has announced they're ending the yeah. EV subsidy. Why? Well, well obviously they can't afford it. They're going broke. Oh. Now, okay. you know, I'm not a massive fan of EV subsidies at all, right, in reality, because I don't think that – put it this way. If there was no EV subsidies, would the prices be slightly more cheaper? Like are the, are the car yeah, companies yeah. taking advantage of the EV subsidies by saying to people, oh, it's this much, but, but you can also get a subsidy. Like I ah, think that's right. a bit of a so they're false build, economy. They're sort of building it into the They're price. building it in a bit. Yeah, And right. I think that's, that's, that's well, rubbish. Could that move the needle then for the, the dolphin? Maybe. But here's what they've done. BYD yesterday came out and said, listen, here's what we've done. We have shifted 2,700 at 03s of, of our plan into Victoria. There are, I think it's 750 uh, to available. Get in, to get in. There's yeah. 750 available this month for delivery. Whoa. So, the, and this, so they this can is, take advantage of the $3,000. Is 3000 Yep. This is on top of existing orders, meeting existing customers. Wow. They've got two, 750 right now. And then they've allocated 1950 1, to be delivered by the end of the year. Because in Victoria, you can claim the subsidy based on the date that you sign the contract. Uh, so you can sign your contract before June 30. And backdate it. And you'll get the subsidy when the car's delivered, even wow. though the subsidy doesn't exist. That's pretty there. cool. Whereas in New South Wales, the subsidy only applies after you've registered the car. Yeah. So Victoria gives you the option. That's cool. So if you are one of 2,700 people who are thinking about going EV in Melbourne, in Victoria. Get your skates on. Honestly, yeah. now's the time to, to buy wow. a car because that three grand won't exist yeah. after June 20th. They're June a good 30th. car, right? They're, they're Mate, they're a great car. Like, uh, uh, Rob Rigby's got one, hasn't he? Rob's yeah, got Rob's got yeah. one. And so here's and he the loves thing. it. I loves it. I when I first drove it and reviewed it, I was all in. I thought it's a great car. 
And you you know when you first to do something, yeah. you say good things, whatever, and then you you kind of you read everything ever since because you yeah. worry that someone finds something that you didn't pick up on and stuff like that. Oh, so I had that same feeling with my Tesla when I bought it five years ago. Yeah, but th- okay, think about tech though. Think about yeah. a you know a laptop or a printer or something that you yeah. review and you go, this is amazing. It does this, yeah. and then you think because you had it first, right? Yeah. And then you read everything everyone says for the next three months, and you think, did I miss something? Yeah, was I understand. wrong about yeah, it? Yeah, understand. That's how I was worried about the BYD. I was all in. Like I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I've since seen, um, you know, reputable car people put it up there, like almost car of the year wow. territory wow. Like in SUVs, not just electric. There's a guy called Tom Baker is his name, runs a website called Chasing Cars. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, he did a, a best SUV, best small SUV. And we're talking, you know, Volkswagen, T-Cross, all the, all yep. the petrol SUVs. And he put the Addo 3 in there. And said, honestly, this thing outperformed. It was like the be- second best car. Wow. Second best car you could buy. Wow. And that's just, that's not electric. That's just car. Yeah. So it's absolutely blown a lot of people away. And I think that the motoring community has now realized they're, they're actually delivering cars. They're making yeah. a lot of them. And All the, the things they committed like to. They're, they're, they're offering some decent quality. There's quality. Like, absolutely. For the price. It's a, you're getting a pretty decent like, punch, it's punch great it above quality. its weight. Look. The only, it's very simple. The only reason I didn't buy one. There's just so many on the road now. Really? Oh, I've that, hardly seen any. Oh, mate. Really? My kids spot them now. Oh, right. Yeah. I see a lot of Model 3s and yeah. Model Ys. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, there's so many not, on the road now. Not too many Model Ss. Oh, okay, mate. You've got to move on. <laughs> there's not many EQEs either, which is, a, which is again, a reason to buy I that know. car. I know. I've seen one on the Australian roads. I've seen one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah and one in America I saw as well. I don't think I've seen one in the wild. Yeah, I've seen one in America in the wild and I saw one here. If you join the BYD Facebook groups for owners and stuff, there's a lot of narcs in there who whenever something is announced, they go, oh, yeah, let's see what they come through with. Because, see, Luke Todd, the bloke behind EV Direct, he's loose lips sink ships. The bloke talks too much, right? Oh, okay. He needs better PR. He talks okay. too much. He says he says what he thinks and it, and it comes back to bite him. He says, well, we'll have the car by June. And it's like, mate, it's going to be August. So... Like it, it's like they don't. It over, looks like overpromised and it under looks deliver. like they haven't made their commitments. But in oh. the end, it's just a company. It's a car company. It's yeah, not easy to deliver. Absolutely, fifteen hundred cars a month to people. But it's right? good. It's good that they're. Uh, it sounds like they're. Like I know a lot of other car companies would send their stock to cu- countries where they know they're gonna. There's a stronger demand. Well, that's that's you know? why that's what people aren't giving Luke Todd credit for. He the deal he did with BYD was. Like, let's say BYD's got, I think they've got 10 production lines, so 10 yeah. lines of cars coming off. Yeah. One of them is for Australia. Yeah. Wow. It's just Australia. So every car that comes off that line goes to Australia. And so what's, sorry, is China left-hand drive, eh, like America? China left-hand drive? Would be, eh? I don't know. I think it is, yeah. Japan's right-hand drive. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. They're making no, cars for every market. I understand, but but they they would have the same car they drive in China as they would in America. Uh Left-hand drive. China drives on the right side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. So left-hand drive. <coughs> yeah. So um, and so you're saying that they've got nine. One line is just for right-hand just drive for, countries. No, no, just for Australia. Just for Australia, really? No, no, just for wow. Australia. Well, it's convenient, isn't it? So do BYD make all of their cars in China, or do yes. they have other factories around the world? No, they're all just pumping out. So if out you want to buy a BYD factory. in America, it's going to come from China. Yeah. So they don't have like a Mexican one or a th- nope. in Thailand or something. No. Nope. Straight out of China. Straight out of China. Because like Tesla, they've got. Shanghai plant, here's, Fremont. But here's what BYD has that Tesla don't have. Yeah. Ships. Uh, BYD own really? ships. Really? Wow. So when when they when when other companies are going, oh, we gotta we gotta, you know, rent space on ships to get uh, enough cars around. BYD's like, let's just take that one, put it there, send it there. <laughs> That's our ship. Yes. <laughs> That's good. So Tesla could take a leaf out of their book, eh? You know, the logistically. So so just finally on BYD, you've got you know, you'll have the Addo three, yep. you'll have the dolphin, and then the the big one is the seal, which Again, might be called the Auto Four. We seal. don't know. Why are they called Dolphin? Yeah, like Hissel Rose Seal, you know. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat is yeah. going. The seal is like a sedan. Have you? Is your water finished? Is it, mate? No, it's over there. Drink some water. It mate. looks a bit like the Porsche Taycan at the front. It's got excuse this me? kind of uh, really. It's kind of the lights look a bit Porsche. Which one? Um, the seal on the, the seal. seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so it's man, a nice man's Porsche. It's a nice. It's a nice looking sedan. Wow. And again, it, it, that's going to be an eighty, ninety thousand dollar car. Oh, I would this guess. is more expensive, right? Yeah, okay. it'll, I assume right. it's a luxury sedan. Right. It would have competed with the Model S. Yes. And the EQE. Yeah, it's it's a poor really man, it's, a it's poor eighty man's, grand though eighty. It's a poor man's EQE. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So by the end of this year, they're going to have 
three models. Yeah. They're going to have production out the Razoo. Wow. They they will. I'm telling you, and I said it a year and a half ago. They will be a top ten manufacturer real soon. Sounds like they're already there. Well, they, yeah. you know, numbers wise, they're a long way off. But, but in Australia, yeah. though, Tesla's still dominating sales, isn't it? Tesla. Yeah, but that's the just BYD's a supply num- thing. Number two. Yeah, easily. Yeah, two and three. Two yeah, or three. Right. Yeah. Anyway, in, in uh, EVs, that is. In, in EVs, EVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Anyway, so um, is Toyota still popping out cars? Like, are they still oh, yeah, the number yeah. one? Oh yeah, like Corollas and Hiluxes Corollas and Hiluxes. And, number, yeah. number, that's what's where they make that's the, the number. So that's Rav4s, if you're looking across Lugas. all types of cars, Toyota's number Toyota's one. still number one. Camrys yes. and all that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what's their electrification process? They what? hate electric cars. Seriously? Yeah. Why? Why? Like they're they, such they a big brand. They believe hybrids brand. the go. Really? They also believe in hydrogen, which is not a bad thing. But hydrogen. It's, but it's not what's you know. The buzzword right So they now. don't – Toyota does not have a fully electric car. I believe they do, but yeah. it's not in Australia. Right. Yeah. So they got it in China. Yeah, I think Japan. I've seen it in Europe. It's it's like a little, uh, Toyota, yeah, it's Germany. like a little uh, RAV4 looking thing. Really? Yeah. So, well, they're still selling a ton of normal cars, so they're not going to yeah. stop that anytime soon. They're not going to stop that anytime sales. soon. And they're selling huge numbers of hybrids. They're having a great impact uh, right. on the environment. So what's one of their hybrids? You can get like hybrid like Corollas, like RAV4s, like RAV4. Klugers. You get hybrid you everything. You get a hybrid Corolla? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, wow. I don't know why anyone would buy a Prius. Well, my, my dad drives a hybrid <laughs> Lexus, which is kind of a yeah. sub-brand of Toyota. Exactly. Yeah, it's a nice car. I've been driving Everything hybrid. You can, yeah. Toyota's all in on hybrid. Right. 100%. But plug-in hybrid. No, no. Or just, just hybrid. Just generic hybrid. So yeah, generic yeah. hybrid, just because I, I don't even know this properly myself. Generic hybrid. The batteries charge from the petrol engine, isn't it? Yeah. And the and the and, and the regen. And so and and so a plug-in hybrid means there is actually a battery you can plug in and charge. That's right. So the car in your driveway, yeah. the Mitsubishi Outlander. Yeah. Um, it was like when I picked it up, I, it was a last-minute thing. I said I just need a car for a couple of days. Yeah. It wasn't charged, so I've driven it now to from Marrickville to home, home to here. Battery's yeah. dead. Oh. But it just runs as a petrol car. Oh, okay. It's a petrol car. So like six hundred k's range. No I, was, I could plug in, but my Tesla charger won't help. I don't really need <laughs> need battery. See, that's and that's why I actually think plug-in hybrid, mm. FEV as they say, PHEV, is the right next move for a lot of people. Yeah. Because it gives you the electrification for that short run to the shops and to yeah, work and everything. Best of both worlds. But the long range. But they're actually okay. selling in really poor numbers. Really? Hybrid sells well. Electric sells well. Plug-in hybrid. Plug-in hybrid. Because it's confusing, mate. People, yeah, right. like, why well, I want to plug it in only for 60Ks range. Like, it's like, why yeah, would I do that? Okay. Whereas with your Corolla, good to have it in I, your back pocket. It's like though. Uber Green. You get in a, a Toyota Camry, and yeah, when he drives out of your driveway, it's it's quiet and green. But then the petrol engine kicks in because yeah. they, they don't go more than you know ten k's an hour electric cars. But what did we say before that on average people drive thirty three k's a day? Yeah, so a plug-in so hybrid, a plug-in is hybrid could cover you every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. And your petrol engine would only be for a long trip. That's it. So you save money. You know what? You know who'd be great for a plug-in hybrid? Joe. Yeah, right. Plug-in my, hybrid my electric vehicle. Wife, your yeah. Joe because. Yeah. Every day, none yeah. at all good. But then, yeah. if you if you decide to take a road trip or yes. you're worried or whatever, you don't want to take the Merc. That might be boom. the next one for it. Like not a fully electric, but a plug-in hybrid might do the trick. Spot right? on. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, very good. Good thinking, mate. Man, I'm here for you. Yeah. Uh, details of BYD's little uh, little Victorian offer and uh, first look at the Dolphin at uh, eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now we uh, last time we recorded a show was uh, at the Worldwide Developers Conference. That's right. In, uh, oh, and then the private feed, and the private, of course. But we were. <laughs> but at the we, end of the private, you posed a question. Which I did. We need I to posed today. a question about. We, we both got a chance to try the Apple Vision Pro. Yep. And we've both written about it on our respective websites and talked and about it on our respective podcasts. Spoke about it on our podcast, but oh, we, can I just say something? By the way, yes. Um, great news coming for everyone with iOS seventeen. Great news. You know how we have all these shows in the one feed? Yes. <clears throat> as podcast of, app. As of iOS 17. The podcast, Are you running it already? The podcast app shows the correct cover art for the, sh- for the show you're listening to. Ah. So in the, in the Two Blokes Talking Tech feed, you will see, um, if I click on Two Blokes Talking Tech, you'll see the feed, the, the cover art for, ah, the, for the respective nice. shows is... Correct for the respective okay, show. Right so oh. that's really exciting. It's something Spotify has been doing for ages, but shout out to everyone who's listening on Apple Podcasts, which is 99% of you. Yeah, that's It's going to get better for you so you know which show you're listening to. Great Sorry, news. You go on. So we, we, yes, we have discussed the uh, Vision Pro on our respective websites and podcasts. Yep. Uh, but there's still a lot to unpack here about what 
what, how this would be accepted by customers. Uh, I think at the end of the private feed, we had differing views on whether we would buy it. Yeah, you asked me. Yes or would, no, would, would you, you buy, buy it? it? You said yes, I, I said, said no. yes, yeah. I said no. I'm in. And I stand by that. Yeah. I'll, I'll explain I'll explain why from my end. I reckon I would buy it because not of what not because of what it can do today, yep. but what it will be capable of doing in the future. Yeah. But another thing too to there it's not uncommon for customers to spend a bit of money on a computer mm. to provide a great experience. So I reckon if you're a gamer or you might be a creative professional or something. You really want a high-powered computer. Mm. You're going to pay five or six thousand dollars for that computer to provide that incredible experience. Yep. So this is the Vision Pro is a computer. It's a wearable. Yeah, that's computer. something a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, yeah. It's a standalone computer. Requires no other product to operate, apart from Wi-Fi. I'm assuming, right? Yep. So that is in itself. You, you, your paying for this high-end computer that happens to fit on your face. Yeah. So that, that's what justifies the price to me, not to all other people, because not everyone is really into something that much that they're going to drop that kind of money on a computer. Now, I answered the question honestly and openly because I, I put aside the fact that obviously when it's released, send me one, I'll use it, I'll play with it, definitely. Yeah. But would I buy one? No. Because, and I've thought about this for a week, I still don't see the compelling use case. Yeah. We sat and we got to see Avatar in 3D. Great. Yeah. I don't care. Um, we got to see family photos and videos in spatial photos, videos, 3D. That was incredible. Looked amazing. Yeah. Who the hell is putting a headset on to yeah. take a photo of a kid blowing out a birthday cake? Well, maybe That's someone, embarrassing. Someone who wants to remember it. That leads me to my thought that the iPhone will will record spatial photos in the future. I think that's the only yeah. way that that the only way spatial be, photos works. Yeah, is if it can be recorded on another device. Do you have to be wearing it to take the photo, or yes. can you just sit there? You got to wear it to I'm take the photo. I'm pretty sure you need to be wearing okay. it. Yeah. So you're saying that they could utilize the iPhone camera? I'm saying we got all do, these lenses. Yeah. You know, yeah, make yeah. it work, folks. Right? Of course. Yeah. I th I genuinely believe that in the next two years they'll announce spatial photos and videos on iPhone. Okay. Okay. But still, so then there was the dinosaur thing. I thought it was amazing that it stuck to the wall. I thought it was amazing the butterfly landed. I thought it was amazing what it did. But again, I don't need to do that. That's not a thing I need to do. The best use case of it was, um, you know, a workspace. So I'm sitting in a lounge, I want to work, or I'm at my desk and I want to work. I have email here, messages there, and I just look around. Mate, I just need two monitors for that. Like, well, yeah. like it's not compelling enough. I get it. I, yeah. Let me be clear. If, if I've got cash... I'm buying one because I'm yeah. an idiot, right? Yeah. Any early adopter's <laughs> buying one. Yeah. But I think you need to you need to answer that question as you, your your cousin or your brother, like someone different. Yeah. You need to answer that question and go, who's buying this and why? Yeah. Because the who's buying this is why is a very different question. Early adopt because they want to have it. Um, early adopted because they got the cash. Rich person because they got the, like. There's a bunch yeah. of people who will buy it. No what doubt. Gamers. I think gaming is going to be a massive platform. It'd be a massive. Yeah, platform but see, for gaming's gaming. not a massive platform for Apple right now. They've got a long way to go, and well, I don't know why they don't push it more because their products Apple Arcade, can do yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but Apple Arcades, it's got yeah. some good games, but yeah. it's mate. Apple should be competing with PC, Xbox, and PlayStation right now. Well, who's to say they're not with this now? Well, they're not. Who's to say that they're not? But with this, with the Vision Pro. You think Call of Duty, the next one's going to come out on Vision Pro? Well, I, well maybe, maybe, maybe it's not. not. But, but in terms of offering the high-quality video and audio... I think you are stuck computing... in the reality distortion field. No, no. Well, let me explain. Like, if, if it's got the computing power that it says it has... Right, M2. And it's got the the visual quality is amazing. The audio quality is, is pretty well, Let's impressive. just stop on that for a second. The yeah. visual quality is remarkable. Yeah, it is really It good. actually looked rubbish. That When I put it on, the room around me looked rubbish. Yeah. Like it didn't look as good it as the real of, world, sort of right? Took a it had a bit out. of a, I don't know, pixelation to it, right? Yeah, it looked like a plastic, but then, plastic over it. Yeah, yeah, when you put the like menus and photos, oh, yeah. holy well, Jesus, yeah. it was beautiful. It was awesome, yeah. So, yes, visual quality, yeah. unbelievably stunning. Uh, user interface controls and stuff, 
unbelievably better yeah, than the, anything else that's on the market. The fact you don't have to hold a controller is, is remarkable. Smashes everything else yeah, out of the market. Yeah, true. But I'm just thinking, how would a developer utilize that for a game? Imagine having that in the game. Like where you you, you just got to point your Stephen's fingers. Stephen's doing finger you do guns. Your, do your wiggles, but imagine finger that. guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just trying to think. Mate, a developer's a lot smarter than me. They're going to think of something that you and I haven't thought of. And it's like I said before, it's what there's going to the future. What what we're going to see in the future that's going to be the selling point. It's 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 if you build it, they're going to come sort of thing. Where yeah, the developers are going to. They're going to sort of come up with something just like with your iPhone. Like, who would have thought what you could do with your iPhone 15 years ago? Okay, great point. So, and I think I said this last week, but I've been saying it all week to different people. iPhone and Apple Watch. Let's look at those two products, brand new products for Apple. Um, iPhone was a phone, an internet communicator, and an an iPod, right? Played music, got you on the internet, and it could make phone calls. Only after that did we realise what it could do because developers were open to it. It was but, a computer, but, yeah. But when it was just three things, yeah. it was still highly desirable yes. and much wanted. Because, of, because the technology do you was admit new. That? Yeah, do right? because the technology was like multi-touch blew everyone's mind. Apple Watch, yeah. when it first launched, yeah. we don't, it didn't do any of the things that it does now, yeah. but it did most of them, mm. but it was desirable from day one. Definitely. Apple Vision Pro, I don't believe, is desirable from day one save for people who are early yeah. adopters and just keen on, on crazy things. Yeah. It is what developers choose to make with it that will make it desirable, and that is the big open-ended problem that but Apple has you, right now. Do you think that Apple is a big enough brand to draw people into something like this and make them realise that you might not realise you want this, but when you try it, you'll realise you want it? They you are. Know, like Apple is a sort of company where yeah. you don't realise you need it till you try it. Mate, they are, but... Here's what Apple needs to avoid, and it's very controlled, everything they're doing. They need to avoid when it launches, they need to avoid the people that get it and write about it after a month saying, it's amazing. Like what I say today continually is, it is the most remarkable piece of technology I've ever witnessed, used, and been able to have a go at. Yeah. But I don't know why I need it. And that's the problem they've got. If after a month after launching, yeah. people are saying and writing, I've got it, but it's a waste of money because I don't use it enough. That's well, their challenge. The, you got to remember, <laughs> they did announce it at the developers' conference. Very important, that oh, absolutely. fact. Absolutely, I know that. But also, it's not out for eight months. We're uh-huh. not going to see it for mm. a while. Yeah. So that gives developers plenty of time to get stuff in. Now, I'm thinking, you mentioned the Call of Duty example. Mm. I would, in a heartbeat, play Call of Duty 3D holding a, my PlayStation 5 controller, which is paired by Bluetooth to the headset. That would be take shut up and take my money now moment. I would do that. Yeah. Just like I would if I could watch, like I've got a really good setup here to watch movies, right, and have great audio. Mm. But I'd, But 3D is not something that you can watch readily in this room, right? That's I reckon, I reckon the 3D gaming, 3D movies, entertainment could be the 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 thing that draws people in because you think about it, they don't make 3D TVs anymore, mm. and they do like Avatar was in 3D in the cinemas. I think some of these other films, Marvel and DC, are coming out in 3D as well mm. as an option. Uh, I think the convenience of enjoying 3D is great. Now, the downside, though, mm. the downside of this is it's not like buying a TV that everyone can watch. It's a single-player yes. experience. Yes. So I, I remember in my story and in my my report on my podcast, uh, the sport being courtside at the basketball and at the baseball, I said, take my money right now. I would watch sport on this tomorrow. Mm. But when you think about how you enjoy sport, you enjoy it with your mates. You yeah. enjoy it as a group. It's a group exercise. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine myself, me and four of my mates, wearing these headsets in the same room, share play, you know, cheering on the Rabbitohs. So that that's the other thing you've got to consider when you're looking at this too. The other thing is if you've got a family, like you've got a family, young kids, who's gonna, they're going to fight over this. Who's going to have it? Whose turn yeah. is it? Whose yeah. turn is it? That's there the issues that we need to. It's just like a phone is kind of the single player experience as well. Yep. This is the issue we face with the Vision Pro and whether it can scale. And also, it looks ridiculous, and that's why. <laughs> but you're not meant to go no, out in public, though. No, it's no, not a thing. You look public. ridiculous, even when someone. You're sitting here tonight. 
listening to vinyls, doing your Lego. Yeah. Joe might walk in and say, hey, Steve, do you want a do you want dessert? Yeah. Um, fine, fine. But if you're wearing that headset, she's going to laugh at you. <laughs> you with yeah, me? Maybe, maybe. But, but he's, and, and here's how we know that mm. that's, a, that's a concern for Apple. Mm. There's two people filmed in the, in the promo reel using it and there's been a third person uh, filmed wearing it and that's uh, Robin from Good Morning America. Yeah. She was allowed, they were allowed like 30 yes, seconds yeah, of vision of I her. Saw, I saw that, yeah. While she was doing, and they didn't use much of it. Yeah. Um, they're not walking, there's no, there's no pictures of Tim Cook wearing the body thing. Yeah. Like they're worried about that. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not it's a meme central. Yeah, but it's not it's not meant to be. You walk around in the public with it, in no. the streets with it. It's a it's a personal item you use in your home. Yeah. So it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be something you display in public. It's meant to be, look you look through it, not at it, sort of thing. Yeah, I think, I'm just mate. I think um, it you, is. Oh, that's remarkable. zero concern to me. Looking like a goose in my own house, zero concern. So. Put that one to bed. If I'm, but see, if I'm alone, because I'm only going to use it when you're alone, because yeah. you know it's not a, a yeah. it's it's a personal thing. Yeah, I'm going to sit in front of the biggest screen in the house. I'll just sit in the lounge room. And yeah, but have oh, did you you saw the Avatar demo right, when you yeah. watch it? Like that that mate that set, felt like I was sitting here watching it. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. I was watching it you know, on a big screen, and in good quality. It was remarkable. Remarkable. Quality. 4K quality. HDR. Yeah. Audio quality was was impressive, like the spatial audio through your through the yep. bands. Although I was told you can connect your AirPods Pro and have the spatial audio noise cancellation. If you look closely on the video of the woman on the plane using it, she had AirPods on. Right. So because on a plane you can't you wouldn't hear the bloody thing because mm. you know. And I, and I asked the question too in my briefing. I said if I'm on my on the lounge watching Star Wars and my wife is sitting next to me, is she going to hear the audio? And then I said probably will. Because there's a bit of leak, it's open. It's mm. an open thing. A bit yeah, of leakage. Yeah. So is that going to annoy my wife, who's on the couch watching Escape to the Country on Foxtel, and I'm trying to watch Star Wars on my headset? So the AirPods would be that solution for that. Why would we be sitting together? That's exactly right. I don't know, but I think, but on a plane, I would use this in a heartbeat. On a plane, would be great experience to sort of just to recline and watch your movie rather than having to sit up and take notice. And then when they serve your meal. You can look through it and say, "Oh yeah, sure," and then have your meal, and you know, position the window so you can still see what you're doing while watching the content. That that's what impressed me was that they that they they stayed away from letters VR AR. They never called it anything like that. Spatial just said so they don't want to they don't want to sort of pigeonhole themselves. So the the fact that it's sort of it is VR, it's AR, it's spatial, it's all of those things, not just one of those things. Hmm. That I think was smart for them to do that. All right. Well, as I said, I think I'm. I think You're I'm not pretty convinced, are you? No, I'm pretty. Clear. I've got faith in it's, the developers, mate. My faith in developers to come up with something really slick, a killer app, or killer game, or something that's going to think I have to have that. Yeah, I, I've got faith in the developers that are going to come up with that kind of experience. We'll see. And you don't. Oh, I do. Maybe I do, but I need to see it. And the rumours are, of course, that uh, I think you brought it up in our podcast at, at Apple Park, that this is a pro version. There'll probably be cheaper versions within the next two to three years anyway. I think it has to be, yeah. So once the, if if and when this this area of computing takes off, mm. there'll be cheaper options yeah. for people. I can't wait. Bring yeah. it on. Bring yeah. on the era of spatial computing. Yeah. I just need Could it needs to be podcast? demonstrated. Do you reckon we could do our podcast, Brandon? You at your office and me here? We'll see our little personas, our digital personas. Mate, it's about was that creepy? Your real head. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Was that creepy when you had yeah, that FaceTime call? Yeah, it was a bit weird. And it was like a cartoon, a sort of digital. It looked good. Was it a guy or a girl called you? Girl. Yeah, I got a guy called me. I don't know. Yeah, the other thing too, and like I'll have to mention this. The other thing that could be, and this is kind of a thing already in VR. Chicken and corn. Porn. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a thing already in VR, and we've known in the past. Yeah, where porn VHS, yeah. has influenced the choices of technology. Like VHS won because of porn. And what Blu-ray won because of porn. Yeah. Over HD DVD, which I've still got a few HD DVDs here, by the way. So the quality of the experience with this thing, like leave it to your own imagination what some people could come up with. Now, whether Apple allows that? Like do they, they will they allow that? No. To to although 
who's to stop who's to stop them like who's to stop them or the customer using it to watch a form of content that's created for a VR device yeah how do you get it the app stores curated by Apple yeah and Apple TV as well I suppose but mm. so you can't you don't reckon there's a way for you oh, so is that a, so could that be another roadblock then where the content you watch on it has to be from the app store or from Apple TV so you can't just connect something to watch to, to watch on it. Mm-mm. Yeah, wow. No. Okay, so they're building another part of the wall garden here. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I never thought of that. So that's kind of locking you in even further to their ecosystem. Spot on. Wow, we. Anyway, um, interesting. It'll be fascinating to look back on this episode in um, five years from now. Absolutely. And, and that we will. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And we do all thanks to the great people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your uh, home networking needs. You can shop online uh, through Netgear's Australian store, which is the only place to buy the black version of the Orbi, which is outstanding, ladies and gentlemen. Which I, um, ha- which I have, by the way. Yeah, of course you do. Um, <laughs> so do you, Dad. Yeah, your dad's got the black arlo. It's all very good. Um, <laughs> the whole point here is the uh, – let's look at the, the top of the pops here, the Orbi 960 – Quad band, Wi-Fi 6E, 10.8 gigabits, 10 gig port. It's a there's a three pack black edition. All that available uh, at Netgear online. And right now, jump onto the Netgear store and you sign up. There's a 10 percent discount right there for you as soon as you uh, jump on the website. Nothing better you could do there if you're looking to upgrade your home internet. Um, compatible with any internet service provider, and you all set it up in minutes on the Orbi app. So check it out now for your best home Wi-Fi at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, uh, final quick shout-out to uh, Dom Dahl. Do you remember Dom? Dom, yeah. Dom's the guy that tweeted you and I on March the 7th (laughs) after our dub... Barcelona. I think it was after our... Uh, uh, um, Sorry, NWC episode. Yeah. And we we debated... um, We came up with... You you suggested Optus Elevate. Elevate. Yeah. Um, we agreed that was a good name. We were Even looking through a thesaurus. Yeah, yep, yeah. you did. Um, because Optus was in court with uh, with Boost Mobile. <laughs> Dom tweeted us and said, Optus Turbo, just my suggestion. And Dom, uh, you're the winner because Optus has renamed their Boost product Optus Turbo Charge. And at the same time, Optus and Boost have released a joint statement basically saying, we kissed, made up and ran away from each other. Um, <laughs> they they basically ended all legal action. Settlement terms are confidential, but I would suggest personally that Boost, I hope they got their legal fees back because there was a few lawyers in the room at that court courtroom. Um, but basically... So Dragon Optus would have had to pay court costs? I think so. Mm. I mean, I just think that... Anyway, maybe not, but um, we don't know. We'll never know. Never, never, never know. But Optus has relaunched their living network product called Optus Turbo Charge, which allows you to pay a small fee to get better, um, better, faster speeds on NBN or better priority on the network for the mobile network. Turbo. And, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's they, not should get, they should get Tommy Turbo to be the face of it. That'd be actually Tom very Travoy, smart. Tom Travoy, we yeah. Get him in there. Get him in there. Yeah. Mate, if, we are. If you're Tom's manager, we're just giving you. A, a, well, we're a at Optus a... next week, so we could suggest yeah. it to Kelly. Wow. Probably <laughs> not. Like, like she's going to talk to you and me. I'm pretty sure there'll be seats. We're going to a tech day, and I'm pretty sure yeah. there'll be seats with our names on it in the back left hand corner. You reckon? Of the in room. the car park. The yeah, car there'll park. be someone greet us at the door going, hey, Trev, yeah. hey, Steve. And then, then, right we'll, then we'll be ushered away to have a drink and a canopy somewhere. And then it'll be like, oh, we should go in. And everyone's already seated yeah. uh, because all the front seats are gone. <laughs> you think so? I'm looking forward to seeing what they've got to offer. Some new new techs. They do they do cool yeah. stuff it's all so. day. It starts at eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning. We'll be gone by one, mate. I hope so. We've got to, that's Origin Day. Yeah, we got to record. It's also, the day Stephen's my daughters ready. are going to Europe. Yeah, together. Yeah, let's talk about that on Friday. Yeah, two blokes talking tech. Thank you to Arlo. Thank you to Netgear. We'll be back again next week for another uh, pre-Origin edition, but it'll be released after Origin, so ignore that. Giddy up um, of two blokes talking tech, Stephen. See you then. Bye bye. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is two blokes talking tech.